from the heartland and the crossroads of America. It's Tony Katz today. It's up in the air is whether or not Judge Noriega will even accept this deal because this deal would possibly give Hunter some immunity to future charges, and she's not okay with that. That is why this is taking so very long. So again, to recap, this deal is by no means uh, underway being accepted by the judge because the judge is not okay with linking the tax guilty pleas with avoiding the charge on the gun or any other possible charges. As we now know, there is an ongoing existing current investigation separate from this case into Hunter Biden. That, Yeah, this just went from weird to what the hell. I mean, you've got charges that might still come. How in the world is there a plea deal on charges that might come? And what exactly did the judge in this case where Hunter Biden was going to plead guilty to misdemeanors on tax fraud, he was going to go into the pretrial diversion for lying on the 4473 uh, federal form to buy a handgun? How did it fall apart? Which it did today. He walked in today. Going to sign my name. Going to take a picture. Then I'm going to go out and eat ice cream with dad. Like everything was fine. And now... We're forced to question whether or not the plea deal itself was the shenanigans on the shenanigans. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you to help make sense of this. William Jacobson joins us, Cornell Law Professor, of course, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. And uh, our friend Mary Chastain uh, has uh, the breakdown at LegalInsurrection.com. Hunter Biden plea saved after structuring it to cover drugs, guns, and tax evasion charges from 2014 to 2019. This whole thing is absolutely surreal take us through it what did you know of the plea agreement and what is it that the judge said in this case that made it fall apart yeah hi tony well of course we're all relying on sporadic reports from the courtroom which seem to have changed multiple times in just the last hour so uh, i can't guarantee you what the situation is as we speak at this moment but based upon people who were in the courtroom originally this was going to be presented as the equivalent of a global settlement for hunter biden what we all feared that uh, the sweetheart deal he got on the tax charges and the diversion on the gun form charge were going to be the end of the prosecution of hunter biden everything else would fall aside apparently the judge started to question that uh, and upon questioning the prosecution and the defense appeared to have different views of what this would cover. Judge indicated, again, according to reports, that she was very uncomfortable uh, with this deal if it was going to cover other things. She needed to know what the other things were, including whether Hunter Biden is going to be charged with failing to register as a foreign agent, which, of course, we know he was uh, based on his dealings with foreign entities. And he was dealing with his dad. Uh, for those with those foreign entities. That's pretty clear. And so then it appeared to fall apart. So the headline an hour ago or 45 minutes ago was Hunter Biden deal falls apart. Apparently there were discussions or negotiations and they're back in court and they, they may be in court at 
this minute. I'm not positive if it's broken for the day, ended for the day, uh, where they put together the deal again, but making it clear that it was not going to include other things, that it was going to be for a limited time period of, I think they're saying 2014 to 2019, and it only relates to the tax offenses, uh, drug use, and gun possession. That's what CNN was reporting from within the courtroom. So it appears at this minute, unless something's changed in the last 10 minutes, that Hunter Biden's going to get his sweetheart deal. He's going to get off for not reporting millions of dollars in income from Burisma. Apparently, she questioned him in the courtroom that, you know, to identify who he worked for and that he knew that he needed to report that income and he didn't. And so he's going to get virtually nothing. It's been reduced to two misdemeanors. The whistleblowers who've testified in Congress said that was over the objection of people within some people within the IRS who felt that it shouldn't have been so low for given the magnitude right. and Hunter got preferential treatment and the gun thing he'll as long as he stays out of trouble it'll go away so he's getting a deal but it does not preclude a lot of other possible charges against and him. future charges no future charges yeah right which leads one to, to ask a question about how in the world can you plead to something that's still under investigation we're going to get to that in a second but i want to go to last night and, of course, you have the story at LegalInsurrection.com where it seems that Hunter Biden's legal team tried to pull a fast one on the judge because there was an amicus brief filed by the House Ways and Means Committee that included the testimony from both these whistleblowers. It was private testimony where they answered questions, not the public testimony that people saw, private transcribed questions and answers that the House Ways and Means Committee put into an amicus brief and filed with the court, and someone from Hunter Biden's team called, pretending to be with the lawyers from the House Ways and Means Committee and said, hey, we, we didn't want those two things filed. Well, the lawyer for the House Ways and Means Committee finds out and he's like, what in the world is this complete and total insanity? He, they're told they have to refile and Hunter's team is like, oopsie, it was a mistake on our part, just a miscommunication. The judge wanted to know what happened by 9 p.m. last night. The judge satisfied that it was just a mistake? I don't know. I don't know if that came up in court this morning. I haven't seen reporting about that, but you're right. Uh, it was originally reported by the clerks to the court that they feel they'd been duped. Uh, and uh, then the lawyer at the law firm, major law firm involved, put in an affidavit saying it was all just a misunderstanding. The clerks must have misunderstood uh, and that she never misrepresented who she worked for. So I don't know if the judge took testimony on that. I don't know if the judge is going to take testimony on that. But uh, so I just don't know if that happened in court. I haven't seen anything about that. But that's the gist. The gist is, did a lawyer for Hunter misrepresent herself in order to get things removed from the court docket? Uh, the clerks thought she did. The lawyer says she didn't. The clerks just misunderstood. And the judge is going to have to address that. Talking to William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. So now we get into this really weird question. Now, this is how this happened on ABC News. On ABC, they asked this question uh, specifically to the idea of how in the world can a plea deal be arranged 
when charges are still pending. Listen. There was a huddle between the parties, and they are trying to forge some kind of deal that the judge will like uh, and that both parties can agree to. It may not be the same deal exactly that they came into court with, but they're trying to salvage uh, what the judge feels, uh, it, it seems, was a deal that was you know, just a little bit too subtle uh, for her and one that mixed apples and oranges in a way that she believes was not fair to Hunter Biden uh, because at one point, the judge asked the prosecutors, is there still an ongoing investigation? They said yes. She said, well, how can he plead guilty to part of an investigation when it's still ongoing? All of that. That's a really good question, sir. And that it got asked at ABC. I'm sorry. That's a knockout. How does this actually come together? Well, it seems like it's coming together by... According to the latest reports, it being made clear that it does not relate to any pending investigations from which there could be future charges. It relates to very specific things for very specific time periods and very specific conduct. So and that appears to be why everybody was very suspicious, why the plea deal was never made. Plea agreement was never made public. Uh, beforehand that uh, they wanted to keep it quiet and everybody was very suspicious that wait a second here is he getting let off the hook is he getting essentially a universal pardon by this a universal uh, you know plea deal and apparently Hunter Biden thought they were and the prosecution once the judge questioned that said well no no that's not what's happening but you know so that's what it was It, it appears just like you know if you plead guilty to, to speeding, uh, you're just pleading guilty to speeding. It uh, doesn't prevent them from later on for a different incident prosecuting you for something else that they may already be investigating. And so that, that was the nub here. And I don't know, as we speak, whether the judge has satisfied herself as to the, these terms and will accept them or not. It is a good deal for Hunter Biden. Let's let's face it. Yeah. So even even if it's a limited plea deal, it's a good deal for him. Nothing happens to him. Yeah. I, I, and, and no one disagrees with you there, sir. Talking to William Jacobson of LegalInsurrection.com. We absolutely agree that it's a sweetheart deal. We absolutely agree that it's a good deal for Hunter. I thought it was something else. I mean, you. I would ask you, how often have you seen a plea deal at the final seconds just fall apart? But that Hunter Biden's team was almost to an extent, as the reporting goes, adamant that if 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 he could be charged with future things, well, we're willing to rip up this entire plea deal right now. That seemed like a crazy amount of bravado from the Hunter Biden team, especially in the light of the fact that an hour later, here we are talking about the fact that the plea deal, if indeed accepted by the judge, will say that other charges can come. Uh, Did you hear that reporting? And can you explain why Hunter Biden's team would be so, well, damn it all to hell. We'll just rip the mother right up and be done with it. Yeah, well, you know, if it was somebody else, the prosecution would have said, judge, when's the trial date? You know, called their bluff. But these prosecutors, this Department of Justice, uh, didn't want to call Hunter Biden's bluff, apparently. So the deal's back on. So I think Hunter Biden's lawyer probably could engage in that bravado and that gamesmanship because they knew that DOJ wanted to put this thing to bed. William Jacobson of Legal Insurrection. Uh, if, If you were a betting man, a betting man, 
Um, what What's your take, by the way? People are now leaving the courtroom, so we could be getting some more information any uh, second. It is Fox News stating that Hunter has been denied immunity from the judge on future cases, something uh, that we've been uh, uh, talking uh, about here. Um, we don't expect this Department of Justice to bring any other uh, cases. And we discussed this the other day. As a matter of fact, I brought you up uh, on an appearance I had on Fox News uh, that you were the one discussing that the only way we could really understand things about Hunter Biden, things about President Biden, the possibility of bribes, some of these other things outside of just these tax issues, but including the slow walking of possible felony charges on the tax issues, uh, is through the House to begin an impeachment inquiry through the House setting up a committee. Well, I discussed that on Fox News on Sunday. Tuesday, Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, brings that up. So first things first, you make things happen, sir. That's very, very obvious. Uh, but the well, second- you promoting what I'm saying, that's great. I'm here for you. You, you know, that's true. Um, how, how close to reality do you think that that committee is? And will things like this be a part of that investigation in your in your view well i don't know if they'll be able to you know pierce the negotiations for the plea deal but certainly the fact that there was a plea deal that in open court he admitted he was working for burisma that's what i saw reported today the judge questioned him about that uh i think that's all fair game and, and you know and that in a sense is the beauty of a hearing a beauty of an investigation is that you have a lot of leeway as to where you go with it and so I think absolutely uh, that Joe Biden, you know, has all of the telltale signs of having sold his office and engaged in schemes. If he was in the room and he was there when Hunter Biden was supposedly on the phone shaking down a foreign official and my dad sitting right here, as the text message reportedly says, I mean, if all that's true, then I think Joe Biden has probably given a house, if it is willing to go there, it's always a political decision, certainly grounds for impeachment that, you know, uh, he's lied about it. He covered it up during the campaign. Uh, and I think that uh, an, a thorough investigation needs to take place and the only and it needs to be public. The only way it's going to happen is if the House puts together uh, an impeachment committee. That doesn't mean they put it to a vote. But and it might mean that it takes a year to investigate. We'll, we'll have to see. But, you know, if certainly they had committees and they had investigations of a single phone call that right. Trump had with a Ukrainian official, I think this long history of the vice president and then presidential candidate um, shaking down. Well, uh, sir, I, shaking down people deserves attention. I'm going to interrupt because uh, talk about having a, a sense of things, sir. The judge will not accept the plea deal. This just breaking. The judge will not accept it. The judge is not ready to accept the plea deal between Hunter Biden and the DOJ. Hunter Biden has now pled not guilty. Oh, OK. Oh, man, this is the day for bourbon, sir. This is I'm I'm going to let you start reading what's going on and we'll reconnect on this. You know, we try and cover the breaking news and holy cow, didn't see this coming. If you could stay on the line, stay right there. I got to take the quick break. This is Tony Katz today. Hold tight. 
The son of the president of the United States has just pleaded not guilty. Not guilty is what he has pleaded to. Wow. Uh, the judge here says that she will not accept or reject the plea agreement. She wants more information. Basically, excuse me, what she is asking for uh, is to determine whether or not it's appropriate for her to consider something in the uh, in the diversion program. This relates to the gun charge. So. That's the breaking news that after the original plea deal falls apart, a new plea deal comes together and now the judge won't accept it. And it ends with Hunter Biden pleading not guilty. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor of LegalInsurrection.com stayed with us uh, during the break. And you're the man who said, based on what we know, I'm not privy to what the conversation is. Who knows what's going to happen, whether this judge accepts it, the judge does doesn't accept it, seemingly all based on this gun charge. Uh, you had a chance just in the little break to just kind of catch up a little bit, sir. What is your legal take? <laughs> My legal take based on the news reported minutes ago <laughs> is that, uh, you know, this whole thing may fall apart in terms of a deal. It's not over in the sense that the judge didn't reject the plea deal, just said she has more questions. But given what's swirling around this and given the questions, I'm not really sure how this comes together again, uh, you know, in a way that the court will accept. So I think that we're probably in for a waiting period and we're I you know, have no deal that Hunter Biden wants to get the best deal he can. But as of now, the case is back to square one and there are charges against Hunter Biden that are going to be brought. And uh, that's where, where it is. So I'm not really sure where it's going to go from here. He was a, he was willing to accept a plea deal where he admits to the tax issues, and he already said so in front of a judge. Now he's pleading not guilty. Won't that in and of itself be seen as lying? Well, uh, you know, no, because not guilty, you're pleading not guilty to criminal charges. You've not stated a fact in court under oath. Uh, so, you know, he is pleading not guilty that he is not, guilty of the charges, but that doesn't, you know, preclude him from that's a legal matter. So, no, I don't think you can be charged with perjury or lying in court merely by entering a not guilty plea. William Jacobson of LegalInsurrection.com. I appreciate you just uh, sticking around with us. I know you got to go, and uh, you can head over to LegalInsurrection.com, and uh, this, there there are going to be stories about this, and you and I are definitely going to going to catch up in the the days uh, ahead, Sir William Jacobson. I appreciate you uh, being with us. This is this is more crazy than anybody could have predicted. More crazy than you could have wanted. And of course, the conversation immediately goes to how does this play politically? You, it can't be denied. Everyone discussed it as a sweetheart deal. Now there's no deal. Was this a judge trying to blow it up by simply asking some basic questions because she wasn't happy with it, but she didn't want to come out and say I reject it out of hands, so she made them blow it up? I don't know. Are we that Machiavellian? And how is this now going to play amongst Republicans and Democrats? Ooh, this is going to be good. Now, William Jacobson's right. They could have a plea deal tomorrow. But this is not the news cycle you want if you're Joe Biden for the next 24 hours. No, it's not. 
Keep it right here. Who knows what's going to happen next? This is Tony Katz today. trying to gather things as quickly as I can, guys. This is nuts. And getting nuttier by the second. Hold on, I'm sending sending a message to Jackie Heinrich of Fox because she just pointed out, this is all, of course, about Hunter Biden pleading not guilty in the tax case, the misdemeanors, because the plea deal... It's kind of blown up. There's no plea deal possibly on hold. The judge wouldn't accept it. You had a an issue with the plea deal at the beginning regarding the gun charge and the pretrial diversion, to which the judge said, why is this even in my scope? Does this plea deal mean that if there were future charges related to the gun charge or related uh, to these things uh, that the DOJ wouldn't prosecute? And the DOJ, the prosecutor's like, we would prosecute. And Hunter's team are like, well, then to hell with the whole deal. And then cooler heads prevailed, and they figured out a way to kind of make the deal work. And now the judge, now the judge um, is like, eh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know uh, 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 about that. Hold on a second. Are you available to talk about the Biden non-plea deal? And what the judge is saying. Hold on a second, guys. I'm, I'm literally doing this as I'm talking to you. You should. Th- I should get myself a producer. And let me. Uh, um, I'm giving her the the super bat line, so she can call in. I don't think she can, but neither here nor there. Jackie Heinrich of Fox News is saying that the judge's main problem. Her main problem with the agreement is that the document specifies that if Hunter breaches the agreement, she would have to make a finding of fact on that matter before the government could bring charges. And she's saying, uh, Judge uh, Norika is her name, she's saying that's outside of my lane. Therefore, if the diversion agreement might be unconstitutional, then the whole plea deal would be unconstitutional and Hunter Biden would not be getting the immunity he thinks he's getting. Now we go back to the very original question. We go back to the question that many of you wanted to ask in in the beginning. How is it that this plea deal came to be to begin with if a judge with basically half a question could blow the mother up? The judge wanted to know, right, there's two counts of tax fraud, which Hunter Biden is getting the sweetheart deal with being uh, being charged as a misdemeanor, right? We, we, we've got that. Then there is the pretrial diversion he's getting for lying on a federal form to purchase a firearm because his name is not Kodiak Black. We understand that if he was a black rapper, he'd go to jail for lying on a form to buy a gun, but because he's white Hunter, it's fine. What? Too soon? That's exactly what happened. And everyone 
knows that he's getting a deal because his last name is Biden. It's not so much uh, because he's white. Uh, it is because the last name is Biden. So the judge asks a question. Um, are there other charges that the DOJ is looking at, possible charges that could come in relationship to these things? Well, yes. Well, if if we say yes to this deal, that doesn't provide him immunity from those things. Uh, what? It doesn't provide him immunity if they charge him with other things like being a foreign agent and not reporting it, or whatever, whatever the case may be, other things on the gun charge, whatever, whatever it may be. And uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers, I believe I'm quoting here, went and said, well, then forget it. We don't need your, 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 your stupid deal. We don't, we don't need to have any, any part of this. Forget it. I actually have... Um, I, I think I have, oh, I thought I had a, a exclusive uh, audio. And the, prosecu- the prosecutor's like, well, we can bring charges. And the Hunter Biden team said, forget it. And everybody said, Damn! right? So that's where we are. Then it took about an hour and some cooler heads prevailed. And they were going to get to a plea deal. And then the judge again said, hey, look. As Jackie Heinrich was explaining, you're going to come back to me. You're going to come back to me if there is a, a, a breach, if Hunter Biden engages a breach, which I assume she assumes is totally going to happen. Because of course Hunter Biden is going to breach the plea agreement because he's Hunter Biden. How could anybody think he won't breach the plea agreement? I love cocaine! It's just very obvious. Her argument is, this is going to come back to me. And I'm going to have to make a finding. But I don't have the ability to make that finding. I don't have the data to make that finding. This is outside of my world. And if I'm forced into doing this, this whole agreement is going to be seen as unconstitutional. And yeah, there's going to be no coverage for you, Hunter. Now I ask you, are you telling me that Hunter Biden's lawyers didn't know that beforehand? Or did Hunter Biden's lawyers make the assumption that they were just going to be able to sneak the spy and everything would be just fine? Did they make the assumption that it would just slide by and that would be the end of that. Was Hunter Biden's team shocked to find out that the DOJ would actually say, oh yeah, we would prosecute him on the other things. You would prosecute the son of the president on the other things? Uh... Uh, what, what, what? Exactly. So that is the totality of what's happened. Maybe we'll see a plea deal that's just on the tax charges, which if it was you, by the way, you'd also uh, be found guilty of a felony. 
and then something separate on the gun charge, which if it was you, you would be found guilty of a felony. Maybe that's what we'll see, and maybe we'll see it in the coming days. But for the next 24 hours, this is a very ugly news cycle for Team Biden. Because it's going to remind people of what happened. Even if they weren't paying attention, sorry, this is too big. They're going to have to see a headline. They're going to be like, what in the world is this? Hunter Biden pleads not guilty. Wait, what's going on? And then they might read a paragraph or two, and they'll be like, wait a second. That guy lied on a federal form, bought a gun, and he didn't go to jail? Hmm. That doesn't seem right. Wait, that guy didn't pay? on millions of dollars in earnings, didn't pay his taxes, and he's not going to go to jail. It's a misdemeanor? Hmm. That doesn't seem right. This is bad politically because it brings the story back into the public square in a much bigger way, in an undeniable way. All of the network newscasts have to lead with this story. What else could they lead with? Well, the federal government today heard testimony regarding UFOs. That's right, UFOs. As you know, we're not alone in the universe. There are little green men among us. And not just flying with that crazy lady on a plane who wants you to know that that mother, you know what, he ain't real. They're going to lead with that? Best of luck. That's why this becomes a thing. That's why this is bad news for Joe Biden. And it doesn't matter how many times Corinne Jean-Pierre says this. Hunter Biden is a private citizen, and this was a personal matter for him. As we have said, the president, the first lady, they love their son, and they support him as he continues to rebuild his life. This case was handled independently, as all of you know by the Justice Department under the leadership of a prosecutor appointed by the former president, President Trump. So for anything further, as you know, and we've been very consistent from here, I'd refer to the Department of Justice and to Hunter's representatives, uh, who is his legal team, obviously, who can address any of your questions. No one cares if it was a Trump appointee. No one wants to hear he loves his son. We get that he loves his son. This is bad news for Team Biden because it forces the conversation forward. And you say, yeah, but Joe Biden's not involved in that. Well, to an extent, you could be right, unless, of course, you listen to the whistleblowers and talk about the case being slow walked. If you're talking about the whistleblowers and whether or not Joe Biden got involved by ensuring that no other charges could be brought by the U.S. attorney in Delaware. And then that opens up the conversation of the potential of bribes taken by Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Joe Biden sitting next to his father and the text message and everything else. Oh, that didn't happen when he was vice president. So what? None of it matters. None of it matters if Hunter Biden is texting uh, this Chinese national Henry Zhao From this energy concern, I'm sitting with my father. You'll regret not doing what I tell you to do. You don't think there was a conversation of buying influence then or in the future? 
You don't think this all ties in with the conversation about Burisma and possibility of $10 million being given as a bribe, which is exactly why you need the impeachment inquiry, the impeachment committee, to in order to engage the investigation. Well, this plea deal not going through now allows those conversations to really take center stage. Yes, it's about being uh, charged with a misdemeanor for not paying uh, a crazy amount of taxes. And people go, hmm, misdemeanor. Well, the privilege of being the president's son. Not going, not having a felony uh, charge for lying on a federal form to purchase a firearm. Hmm. Ju- nah, he gets pretrial diversion. Man, it must be nice to be the president's son. Oh, if you think that's something, look what else the president's son was doing. Do you see how that snowballs? That's how this plays. And that's why it's bad news for Joe Biden. But you can call him a private citizen all you want. He's the president's son. And if Hunter Biden's name was Eric Trump, this would be a much different conversation. Which is why we're covering it the way we are. If Eric Trump was involved with not paying taxes and was being charged with a misdemeanor when you, me, and we would be charged with a felony, this would be the same exact conversation. If Donald Trump Jr. bought a firearm and lied on a federal form to do it, this would be the same exact conversation. But that's not true of mainstream media. That's not true of Corinne Jean-Pierre. So they can put out this little bit of nonsense this lovey-dovey, touchy-feely, whatever it is, all they choose, we know better. We know the, well, I hate the phrase, the double standard that exists and how it would get played. With Joe Biden and team, they have been counting on that to try and keep the story as quiet as possible. Today ends the ability for that story to be quiet. Things just got loud up in here. We'll see if there's a plea deal tomorrow. I'm Tony Katz. Oddly enough, there is more going on in the world than simply... Hunter Biden's plea deal going nowhere and forcing him to plead not guilty in the tax case. There is the rise of Vivek Ramaswamy. He, a business guy, author, doing better than people expected in the polls. And partially because he comes across with clarity, check out this back and forth with Hallie Jackson of NBC uh, regarding digital currencies. This was a question from a voter from somebody at one of your events asking about the Fed um, in what appears to be a conspiracy theory, putting zeros into the bank accounts of some of your political competitors. And that's you saying that this person is correct to point that out. It's one thing to suggest or to make the argument that the Fed needs more accountability, but it's that was the question. We have the transcript here. The question was about whether or not the Fed is adding zeros to bank accounts from media companies and, and to your political opponents. Why did you say that person is correct? 
I, I didn't. And I, I find it kind of laughable that you cut it that way. But what I have said is that the, uh, the response that I stand by is that the Federal Reserve has been responsible for many of the economic headwinds that we've seen in this country. And I will dramatically reform the U.S. Fed by bringing an over 90 percent headcount reduction to the U.S. Federal Reserve. But with due respect, I'm going to tell you, you're doing your viewers and doing media is doing a disservice if you're selectively cutting videos and then putting words into somebody else's mouth that wasn't in that video. When in fact, what we should be doing that is, is having full, an actual that is your debate full response, on the Mr. merits I of Federal Reserve policy. But that's what we're trying to do here, and it my, didn't my sound like that's what you were doing reform, in response. And that's what we need. Let me play. Oh, absolutely, a what I'm doing in response is I'm I'm stating a policy that you disagree with, which is the Fed. I don't. I don't have an, I'm, not, I'm not trying to have a, a debate with you about the opinion on the policy of the Fed. I'm simply asking you about your response to somebody who seemed to propose this conspiracy theory. Because do you agree that people running for presidency should be operating in the realm of fact? It's a pretty basic question. Of course they should, as I am. I'm tied to fact at every step. Frankly, I don't even recognize or understand what the alleged conspiracy that you're citing even is. That's the first time I'm hearing about some nonsensical theory that's actually putting words in somebody else's mouth who had legitimate concerns about the Fed and the financial system using central bank digital currencies through the Fed Now program that they're advancing that would give the government centralized authority to potentially wipe out bank accounts just like you see in China, just like Canada did to those truckers who were protesting in Canada. That's something that we do not want to see here in the United States. That's exactly what central bank digital currencies are about. That's what the Fed Now program is about. You have a Democratic... That is seen as strong by a lot of people. They're saying you said this. No, 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 I said this. And how dare you? And staying at it. By the way, anybody who opposes digital currencies is on the right side. Without question. But Vivek, can can he actually place in Iowa? I don't see that yet. Yet. This is Tony Katz today.